forecasting is a situation where the floodgates will be open. We are in a situation where uh, we have the prosecution of the chief political opponent who's winning in every poll. election upcoming next year and is being prosecuted by the administration that he's seeking to replace. That is the frightening future. That is tailor-made to launch cycles of recrimination that will shake our republic for the future. Say that does happen. Say the prosecutions are attempted against President Biden or, or maybe someone will try to prosecute President Obama for actions that he took in office or President Bush. Is, is that a real concern? What happens if those cases are tried, attempted? I think it's a real concern if former President Trump becomes president again. And this is where you see the difference between his political or maybe actual threats converge with legal argument. Just because he says he's going to do something does not make it predictive in the general world outside of him. And what he's trying to do is sort of transmute the things he intends to do into some larger argument about what's going to happen for all time. I don't think anybody thinks but for him, those floodgates will open. Is it a reasonable fear, though, that if he is returned to the Oval Office, he will use the Department of Justice retributively? Absolutely. Can he? Will that, I mean, is it effective to try to use the DOJ? Are there people that would do the bidding in that way? There are. I mean, you could say that Bill Barr was one of those people until he was not. Are there also people in the Department of Justice who will stand up to him? Were there people in the Department of Justice who did? We had multiple resignations from line prosecutors on up. We had people like Jeff Berman preventing him at every turn from doing sort of the things that he wanted to do in the next Trump administration. Would we be so lucky? I'm not sure. It's a workaround, though, for the, the appellate judges to go to the full circuit and say, can you decide this with us to, to avoid that second delay tactic within this circuit? Did I hear about, am I wrong? Am I dreaming things? There could, I mean, certainly there's no shortage of legal maneuvers, but I believe if he loses in front of this panel, it is his right to take it en banc. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it is his right to take it en banc and try to get the full D.C. Circuit to weigh in. Say that again, en banc? En banc. Bonk. Oh. Yes. Bonk. You learn a whole new language when you go to law school. That's why I say the full D.C. Circuit. But the very fact that we're talking about the impeachment judgment clause, I think also shows the desperation Right. Yeah. Laura is right that politically this is all about delay. Legally, they have so few options that we are all learning a new vocabulary together as he searches for text in the Constitution that has never been litigated before and has never even really been a part of our foundational law school curriculum before. I, I don't think I'm going out of bounds to say and that's the what, impeachment judgment clause is not part of the first year and constitutional and law that's curriculum. why I think you hear the special counsel saying, if you want to break new ground, if you want to set a new precedent, maybe this isn't the case to do. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Christians not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 9 uh, January in the year of 2024. Was that Katie Turr? What is on bank? 
Yo, girl, you got to step the game up over there. The Warren Posse understands the nomenclature. Are you kidding me? She didn't know what that was. That's a well-produced show. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Unbelievable. Okay, we got so much to go through. We're packed with people today. Issues uh, from Fonnie Willis and that disaster at tobacco down in Georgia to uh, General Austin. More information coming out. Make your head blow up. He's got to leave immediately. The complete debacle of the debt deal. What happened in D.C. court today? We got Julie Kelly, Greg Price. Might shock you, <laughs> Ray Epps. Well, no, I'm going to let Greg Price break that here. Uh, we got so much going on. We're going to Taiwan. And we're going to actually, Laura Luma's going to take us through Iowa. She's been on the ground there, basically getting arrested every every other day by Nikki Haley's people or, or DeSantis. Um, we're going to go to CES to see about regenerative robotics and artificial intelligence. Joe Allen's there in Las Vegas. And then we're going to go to Taiwan for the rumped election to talk to some Taiwan voters tonight. So we're packed. Let's get on with it. Uh, Andy Biggs, Congressman Biggs. Congressman Biggs, report out a little while ago that uh, Johnson, Speaker Johnson, uh, gave his a pitch. Uh, Kevin Roberts over at uh, Heritage set him up, talk to the donors, thinking that'd be a good audience for him to pitch to. He had his face ripped off. They said, have you lost your mind? Uh, the child tax rate, you, you've actually agreed to a Keynesian stimulus in an election year for the Democrats. This bill is so ridiculous and so stupid. I said today, he's got this new thing with his glasses. That's his logo, right? But, you know, he's got the glasses. We actually made an edit on it and said it should be steel balls instead. But I question whether he has a three-digit IQ or not. I'm, I'm, I'm serious about that. I understand he's a lawyer, and I understand you lawyers come from a different place. But this bill is actually, I think, technically worse than what McCarthy did. Uh, your thoughts, sir? Yeah, I'm absolutely stunned by it. And and how they're trying to sell it to the world is that there's a actually a budget spending cut in here. And that's not the case. I mean, once you take into account their side deals, Steve, which we don't even know about, but we're, that are being reported to us are tens of billions of dollars. You add those instead of being a 30 billion, think of it, a $30 billion cut when you have a $200 billion a month structural deficit. So they're saying you have a $30 billion reduction in spending overall. But let's, let's even if you give them the best case scenario, we know two weeks from now they're going to run a supplemental for $110 billion for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. And the question is, what, so what's the net impact? Because you're not going to spend or uh, find money to pay for that. It's just going to add to the structural deficit. It's going to add to the national debt. So, so when we look at this, this is probably uh, as bad as you could get um, as far as a spending deal from a, a Republican. I would have thought. I would have thought. What, what is his – because we've had people – the phone's blowing up. I mean, from donors to the MAGA base, who Democrats are sending emails out and, and memos out to their voters. This is a huge Democratic win. Biden, Schumer, and Hakeem have gone and said not one penny of cuts. In fact, they increase in certain areas. Who does he inside the conference? You guys are just getting back today. Who who supports this? I haven't heard from anybody who supports it yet, and I I would be stunned. In fact, somebody asked me today. Uh, you know, are you five going to stay off? Well, of course, the five of us are going to stay off. The eight of us are going to stay off. The 20 of us are going to stay off. The question is, who's going to vote for it? And the answer is all the Democrats and a few Republicans. That would be my guess, because uh, this is this is just really a bad deal. Um, if you want to in, in, increase your your structural deficit, this is what you do. 
They've taken, basically, they're taking the spending based on uh, that horrible debt ceiling deal that Kevin McCarthy negotiated. And then they're going up from there. Uh, to me, it's absolutely uh, probably one of the biggest losses we've seen, at least on the spending front, in quite some time. He's arguing we're going to get policy wins, but that's not going to happen. I want to go back to what happened. Doesn't he have to follow the Hastert rule? And I've heard, you know, Chip Roy's talking about he'll never get out of rules. I'm hearing nasty rumors that he's going to do another thing of get two-thirds, get all the Democrats and some of the moderates in to vote and actually take it, I guess, around the rules. He understands that 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 will come after a speakership if he does that. He doesn't get allowed that again. And plus, Dune on top of it, Dune just came and says, hey, even with all that Johnson's doing, we need a CR to the end of March. Didn't he promise no CR? I mean, isn't this guy boxed in right now that he really can't push this legislation? Well, he should be. Um, but I, I don't know who's advising him in that office. But, I mean, when you begin to think about it, you look at it and you say, look, um, you should be trying to reduce spending. This is what I told him when he did his two-tiered pro approach. You should be trying to reduce spending. How about getting rid of that uh, uh, EV uh, tax credit, that the Green New Deal that they put in there that's supposed to be $350 billion that's going to have $2.5 trillion worth of impact? Um, how, about, how about doing that? How about doing something on the border? They're not going to get it. Steve, they've already cut their deal. The question is, who does he think is going to actually support the deal from the Republican side in the House of Representatives? And is, and is it going to be an omnibus bill? Is it going to be three minibus bills that actually constitute an omnibus bill? He's not going to get the policy writers in there that, that you might be able to buy some people off with. And I just, I, I'm stunned by it. But I've actually heard, believe it or not, I've heard a couple of people say, well, we don't want to say no right away because we want to see if we can leverage some good policy in there. And I'm like, how can you get any policy in there that's going to be leverageable um, to a, a massive, ridiculous spending bill? And the answer is that you can't. The, the fact is he's cut his deal with the Democrats. That's why Hakeem, Schumer, and Biden administration, they're all fine with it. Um, the, the problem with him is uh, I don't know that he gets he, he gets the majority of Republicans in the House, and that's the Hastert bill. Well, if he doesn't get the majority, you talk about that's the Hastert. Can he really bring it forward? I thought there was an ironclad rule: if you guys have the majority, of the majority, he can't come forward. How's he going to do that? No, I mean it is it is a what I would call a a, a not a, an ironclad rule. It is something that is is meant to be. Let's say it, call it a gentleman's agreement, if you will, but it's not uh, it's not ironclad. It's not in the rules, and they just they suspend these rules all the time anyway, Steve. That's the that's the sad part of this. And I suspect he's going to have to go on a suspension of rules because how are you going to get the majority uh, Republicans in the rules committee to uh, support this? If he suspends the rules, is his speakership in jeopardy? Um, I'm hearing from a number of people that, yes, his speakership could be in jeopardy. Um, the, the question, of course, is who do you get um, uh, to, to follow him? I mean, he's, uh, you know, I know him. He is, he is in his heart a movement conservative. Uh, I wouldn't say the same thing about McCarthy. McCarthy was all over the, the, the map. But Mike Johnson it has been a movement conservative. The question is, why is he making these bad deals one after another? And then always telling us, we're going to fight in the next round. I mean, we've already heard that from him multiple times. He doesn't, he doesn't like confrontation. That's obvious. He's not a right. 
I don't know if he didn't grow up like that or whatever. He's not. He, and, and this is a time, you know, Ecclesiastes. There's certain seasons for compromise. There's certain seasons for getting along. This is a season for fight, and he just doesn't right. have it. He just you can tell. We've we gave, hey, he's got a chance. Everybody got a chance. You got to move on. This thing's got to be shut down. I've never seen this audience more furious. And I heard that the donors, not exactly the war room posse, but the biggest donors, ripped his face off the other night on the child right, child tax. The they go, "What are you doing? A, what are, what are you doing? A Keynesian stimulus in an election year? You're trying to help these guys get additional congressional seats. Plus, it's suicide. It's, it doesn't seem like he understands that we got to do this again." With another two trillion dollar deficit in a couple of months, that's what's maddening. I mean, this is—it's—it's it's yeah. not going to wash. People are, are furious. A uh, congressman, I know you've got a lot going on. Where do people follow you on this? Because this fight is going to be as nasty as anything we had during the McCarthy era. Probably even nastier because it's like I said, he is a movement conservative, and one of your own betrayed you. Uh, where do people uh, go to find you, sir? Uh, Biggs.house.gov or at Rep. Andy Biggs AZ at Rep. Andy Biggs AZ. Congressman Biggs, thank you. We're going to be in touch uh, constantly because this is a huge fight on money, and you're the uh, you're the tip of the spear in that. Thanks, Save Steve. this republic. Yeah. Greg Price, I've got about a minute here, Greg. I'm going to hold you over through the break, but I want to get this out to your tweet. Because i got Ju- the great Julie Kelly coming up. Please, brother, my head's blown up. Ray Epps, I thought he was getting a year in jail. That's how they're, getting, they're saying, oh, Tucker's wrong, uh, Revolver's wrong, War Room's wrong, all this getting a year in jail. What happened to Ray Epps today? He got one year of probation, a $500 fine, and 100 hours of community service. That's it for the guy who was instigating the Capitol riot on January 6th, filmed doing this multiple times, never held in pretrial detention, never, you know, had his bank taken away, never round, never rounded up by the FBI and thrown in solitary. He walked free for two years until they finally gave him a plea deal on a misdemeanor, the maximum penalty of which was six months, and then he ends up escaping jail time entirely. Before we go to break, was this done in an open court today? I heard it was some secret Zoom. Was that just rumor? How is it actually? How is this transmitted? So he was actually able to phone in to his sentencing hearing, and none of the other J6 defendants have been able to do that. They've all been, you know, locked away in pretrial detention, perp walked into the courtroom. But, you know, for some reason, this guy who, again, caught on camera instigating the actual events at the Capitol, telling people we need to go into the Capitol, he was the person who did that. And yet he's escaping jail time. He was able to phone in to the hearing. And nobody in the corporate media seems at all interested in why that may be. Greg, just hang on. We'll be back. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store, The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, 
you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Remember, for times of turbulence, you need a hedge. And that hedge, historically, for 5,000 years, has been gold. Go to birchgold.com. Look, gold was up 13% last year. But, hey, we're not here to give you personal financial advice. That's the guys at Birch Gold. We set out the macro. Let me give you a macro forecast for 2024. Fourth turning, turbulence like you've never seen before. We're going to get into in a moment with Julie Kelly, what was said in court today. When you heard the kind of stuff said again, you heard at the top of the show about President Trump and his followers. We're going to have Navy SEALs out there, Navy SEAL teams killing people. Just insanity. Gold's the hedge. Uh, Birch Gold's the company. Birchgold.com slash abandon. Go check it out. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Find out what, what does it mean to hedge your risk your personal finances, uh, your country's finances. Uh, we had the great, uh, uh, we had Rickards on this morning to talk about uh, talk about gold and the bricks and the de-dollarization. There will be a lot more of that. You've got to be at the forefront of understanding that. Uh, Price, uh, you've done a fantastic job on the uh, Freedom Caucus. The uh, You've got 11 states now. I think you just added Missouri. You added a bunch more seats in Louisiana. We just had any bigs from the, from the Freedom Caucus. So you're on fire. But i got to ask you, because this tweet today got me so angry. I was doing so many different things I saw because we follow you. Just hit it again. Uh, because the J6 guys have spent are getting years in prison, 10 years in prison here, 12 years there, 15 years there. Guys are, um, was it Jake Lang is still there, two and a half years in pre-trial, pre-trial detention? Or three, almost, th- excuse me, like three years in pre-trial detention? What does Ray Epps get? And hey, Ray Epps is on tape doing all this stuff. What does Ray Epps get? Yeah, one year of probation, $500 restitution, 100 hours of community service. That's all this guy got. And yeah, as you said, the average sentence that a J6 defendant has gotten for, in many cases, nonviolent crimes are like three years. And yet this guy gets a plea deal on a misdemeanor and escapes jail time. And, you know, and again, he walked free for two years, never in pretrial detention. And, you know, the reason that they did this, the reason that they let this guy go for so long and only you know, gave him this minor little charge that only resulted in probation, I think, Steve, is because you know, they've obviously refused to say the federal informants that were involved in January 6th, they haven't revealed it. And so now when people ask you know, anybody connected to the intelligence community about Ray Epps, the response is gonna be, oh, look, you know, we, we prosecuted him. He, he got charges for this. When in reality, we know they're completely full of crap and there's something that they're not telling us. And, you know, credit to reporters like Julie Kelly, who you're going to have on next, as well as Darren Beatty, who, you know, were, were on top of this from the beginning and reported everything about January 6th that went against the prevailing media narrative. Greg, how do people follow you on Twitter, social media, and how they find out about the state level Freedom Caucus? Because you guys are the tip of the tip of the spear. You, it's the equivalent of school boards. Uh, precinct committee men, the state legislatures that become a Freedom Caucus, are, are the, this is the foundation of how we're going to turn the country around. Yeah, really, it starts with your own backyard um, and making and ensuring that red states in your state legislatures have 
leadership that the conservative base supports. So go to statefreedomcaucus.org and you can subscribe to our newsletter there. Um, it's, you know, I'm really proud to be a part of this project. As you mentioned, we just launched the Missouri Freedom Caucus, which is really exciting. And we got a lot more to come. Thank you so much, Steve. Greg, fantastic work. Televary over there, we're really proud of them. Have your guys back, and we want to give you guys plenty of airtime. So come back to us with more updates. Greg Price, of one of the most important influencers, he and Bruce Witz and a handful of others really drive the narratives with Pasobic and some other guys. Uh, our own Grace Chung, although she she and Dave is coming a little hot sometimes. Um, Julie Kelly, the great Julie Kelly. Julie, Julie Kelly, before I get to the cold open of this over-the-top hearing on immunity, I got to ask you about the Ray episode of it all. My, my, I saw Greg's tweet and my head blew up. What's going on, ma'am? Well, look, uh, there's something very fishy going on, and this is just the latest example why. Uh, to Greg's point, uh, Ray Epps allowed to phone in his presence for his sentencing hearing. Some defendants are allowed to do that. Most are required to travel to D.C. with their family in tow, stand before a D.C. judge, get a tongue lashing, humiliated, you know, hear from the government how awful they are, uh, and then wait to get their sentencing. That, of course, did not happen. Furthermore, Judge Bosberg, the now chief judge, Obama appointee sympathized with Ray Epps and apparently told him, you're the only January 6th defendant uh, who has been uh, uh, demonized for things you didn't do, demonized by people, powerful uh, people in the media and government authorities. That's insane to say. I mean, 1,200 people, basically, this government regime, Biden, DOJ, and federal courts in Washington have tried to destroy their lives. Joe Biden has called them insurrectionists, has called them domestic terrorists. So has the FBI. But we're supposed to feel sympathy for Ray Epps because it's a conspiracy theory that he's some sort of government asset. None of this, none of it from the beginning has any comparison to my experience in covering January 6th for three years. Absolutely none. And today's result, the comments by the judge, 12 months of probation, Steve, I went through quickly the DOJ sentencing chart for January 6th. I could find about two other examples out of hundreds of defendants who have been sentenced already uh, with such a slap on the wrist, 12 months probation. Usually for this charge, 1752, defendants get longer probation or a combination of prison time and um, supervised release, right? Ab- off the hook, doesn't have to show up, doesn't have to face the media, nothing, uh, and gets uh, gets a little uh, pat on the back from the judge, feeling sorry for him. And could fo- and literally could phone in today. They, they didn't want the media yes. to cover this. This is how outrageous DOJ is. Uh, give me your thoughts. I know you're covering today's immunity hearing. Some of the comments from the judges I heard were over the top, but I want you to lay it out for us. So you had Judge Florence Pan, a Biden appointee, Judge Michelle Childs, also a Biden appointee, and Karen Henderson, a George W. Bush appointee, three three women uh, judge panel. So obviously, Judge Florence Pan, who has been a D.C. fixture for a long time, she is married to a man named Max Steyer. That name might be familiar to you, certainly to your viewers, a longtime Democratic activist in D.C. He was one of Brett Kavanaugh's chief antagonists, claimed that he saw Brett Kavanaugh involved or engaged in lewd behavior when they were both freshmen at Yale. 
So he pushed the FBI to investigate. He's just in a new movie at Sundance talking about Kavanaugh. And here's his wife now uh, today, clearly with her marching orders, preposterous hypothetical that she asked Trump's lawyer, what if the president used SEAL Team 6 to assassinate his political rival? Would he be protected from criminal prosecution under the immunity argument that Donald Trump's team is making? Now, that's outlandish. No president would do that. If they did do that and the public found out about it, he would be immediately impeached and convicted, which is the process for dealing with criminal conduct by a president in office. So she made that tail, she made that hypothetical, forced him repeatedly, yes or no question, yes or no. I want a yes or no answer. And then of course that produced all the headlines we're seeing on the left. Donald Trump's lawyer says if a president assassinated his political rival, he wouldn't be prosecuted. That's not what he said. He basically went back to the constitution and that impeachment is the resolution. And he kept saying the founders were very clear. They were very concerned uh, that they would see what was happening in other areas and, and looking into the future where you would have a president incoming prosecuting his predecessor, especially of the opposite political party. Um, it's really important to remember, Steve, this is new. This has never been resolved in the courts, whether a president is subject to criminal prosecution we know that there's some case law related to civil prosecution, but this is all new territory. And for Florence Pan to get up there, use her theatrics, the stupid outlandish um, comparison or hypothetical, when we are talking about one of the most serious issues, not just facing the country now, but with permanent consequences for the nation, where we will then descend into banana republic style territory where presidents do nothing more but use their Department of Justice and other authorities in cahoots with the courts to prosecute their predecessor, their cabinet member, you know, go down the entire list. So I thought it was really reckless and really irresponsible to hear some of the questions presented by Judge Pan and Judge Childs. Uh, so that's sort of the direction where, where it went. But it seems to me that their order is probably already half written. Um, they know that they're on the clock here, that Jack Smith is on the clock. They clearly want to help DOJ push this, uh, a resolution quickly to try to stick with this March 4th trial date. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, but at any rate, that's that's one of the highlights from today's hearing. Any, any Anything else? Because can Florence Pan, can we move to the House Judiciary Committee move to impeach her right now? You know, Steve, I've suggested this since Republicans took over that they really need to exercise their oversight authority on federal judges. Uh, these judges in Washington are an absolute disgrace. They are all partisan actors. And I'm talking about Republican appointed judges as well. They've done nothing more than act as a rubber stamp with a few exceptions uh, to whatever this DOJ wants. And Judge Pan uh, oddly, and I, I wrote about this on Twitter today in a long form post, Judge Pan surfaces on these randomly assigned three judge panels uh, in almost every single consequential politically charged case. She was the lead, uh, the deciding vote in two appeals of the 1512 C2 obstruction of an official proceeding. Yeah. She wrote kind of the yeah. crazy splintered decision in that. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. It's fine. I tell you what. Hang on. I'm going to hold you through uh, to the next block uh, if you just hang on because I want to hear what else went down the other day. She's she's crazy. She should be impeached. And for Katie Tour and the guys at the top of it, could they go after Obama for his uh, summary execution of, uh, of U.S. citizens during the war on terror? Or others, the war crimes of Cheney and Bush? Absolutely. It's not going to take Donald Trump to do that. We're going to do that. You do this to Trump, hey, then you've opened, you've opened Pandora's box. Look inside. You'll see the war room posse. Short commercial break. Matt Rosendale. Question. Who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, just don't take it from us. Just look at look at the cold open we had uh, with the MSNBC crowd. Look at what was said today in this courtroom by sitting federal judges on a, at an appellate level. The insanity is coming out. This is they're making this turbulence even worse. That's why you need to go to check out like companies like My Patriot Supply. Go to My Patriot Supply. We're not number one company in the preparation and readiness business. And you say, well, hey, I'm not a prepper. Well, what you need to do is get ahead of the curve. Just call. Just go to mypatriotsupply.com, check it out, talk to one of the consultants, one of the advisors, see all the information, all the products and services they have. Just check it out. That's what you need to do. Talk to the consultants, mypatriotsupply.com. In an era of turbulence, you want to make sure you know the companies and the people that can help you through it all. And trust me, folks, it's going to get pretty turbulent. Julie Kelly, we're pressed for time, but just anything else? You've been covering this nonstop. Anything else? Because Pants thing was over the top. And we're going to get on top of Jordan. These guys, she, the, they should hold a hearing immediately to impeach her. She defamed and smeared President Trump and the MAGA movement. And we're, we're letting these folks know that no more free shots on gold, folks. You're sitting up there all high and mighty. Well, guess what? You ain't going to be high and mighty after November of this year. You ain't going to be high and mighty. And not just that, if Johnson doesn't heave too, he's going to get turfed out. And more fighters are going to get in there. This is the fight club. We're not taking this crap anymore. You guys are out of control. You're out of control. You run DOJ. You run FBI like the Gestapo. You run DOJ like the SS. It's going to stop. And if we can't get the guys in there, men and women now, stop it. We'll find the people that get in and stop it, and they will stop it. Pan needs to be impeached immediately. She's a disgrace. Uh, first off, she should recuse herself with the crazy husband. 
Uh, yes. Julie, anything else we should know? And I want people to know where to go to get all this writing, particularly your tweets you had up today. So Declassified with Julie Kelly is my Substack stack. Uh, tw- Twitter X, Julie underscore Kelly, too, where I have that long form post uh, talking about Judge Pan and her husband and all the rulings that she's been involved in. But let's take a moment to laugh at Katie Turr, who doesn't understand the legal process, but at the same time claiming that Donald Trump is trying to, what, delay his his rights, his due process rights about how the appellate court system works. If you're going to have someone on MSNBC talk about these unprecedented cases, she should know what en banc is, the full court, circuit court. Humiliate. These are the idiots, though, that half the country listens to. Crazy. By the way, yesterday I didn't pull. I didn't pull the clip. She got totally confused. She didn't know Denver. She had things wrong. She goes, "Hey, it's so confusing me. There's so many going on. Can you explain it to me?" Turn to one of the left wing, you know, talking heads they get on there. She has no clue. She's got. By the way, she, yesterday she had a, she had a special election show. Then she had her own show. Two hours on MSNBC. Doesn't understand the first thing, but all she doesn't does say, "Oh, Trump's anything. trying to slow down." This is all. This is all Trump's delaying tactics. One more time, where do they go to get you on uh, on Substack and Twitter? Declassified with Julie Kelly, and then Twitter Julie underscore Kelly too. Kelly, you're the best. And you know I love you so much. You're not a lawyer, and you get into it like a lawyer, but you explain it to, to simple mix like myself that I can understand it. Thank you, ma'am. I know what on bank is. You know why? Julie Kelly taught me. Thank you very much, ma'am. Go go to Julie Kelly Substack right now. One of the heroes and patriots. Another one's Matt Rosendale. Brother Rosendale, uh, it's not just the war room posse that's absolutely furious, right? And they've taken your, your kind of guidance on this about the border and shutting down the border, but this debacle that Johnson put up. But last night, Heritage, uh, uh, Jake Sherman's reporting that, he, that Johnson got on a call with the Heritage donors thinking they would say high five and this is fantastic. They ripped his face off. They're furious about this. This is the stupidest, worst deal they've ever seen. But here's the point. The Warren Posse wants to know, what are we going to do about this, sir? Okay, so we need to either shut down the border or we need to shut down the government, Steve. It is really that simple. I I truly believe, as I know you do, that the southern border is an imminent national security threat. There are millions of people that have come in. Several million have come in undetected, uh, no law enforcement encounter whatsoever, Who knows what countries they came from and what their intentions are. We're going to hold a press conference tomorrow. I've got some of the uh, members of the Senate that are willing to stand up with us. Some of the guys that went down to the border with me as I spoke to you uh, while I was still down there at Eagle Pass. Eli Crane, Andy Biggs, Bob Good, Matt Gates, you know, the the warriors up here. And we're going to say that we are willing to shut down the government or shut down the border. Steve, you and I both know what policies need to be implemented in order for us to stop this flow of humanity across the border. We need to have ICE doing their job again, conducting raids, deporting people. We need to stop the asylum uh, process with which as soon as you claim it, you're allowed to be released into our country. The Remain in Mexico policy and then take some of the funds that we certainly have available to us and complete the border wall system, the fiber optics in the ground for detection, cameras, lights, and the road system. If we do that, then we will begin to stop this flow and and we will stop the chain of migration that begins around the globe. 
Let me ask you, ask you, but in his this the first cut of this budget where he's actually giving them more money and giving them a, a Keynesian stimulus with the child tax credit and the side pocket deals McCarthy had, he's fully funding DHS for all the madness going on and not talking anything about sharing. Is he avoiding that and hope that's what he's going to get this side pocket deal to give them a hundred billion dollars for Ukraine? Uh, with with uh, some some border optics, I mean, what is Johnson trying to accomplish? Because he doesn't mention anything about the border here at all, except to give Biden and and Mallorca's all the money they asked for, sir. Uh, this is bad counsel. I really do believe it. I would like to think that Mike Johnson understands what we need to do. However, when he opens up his his door to counsel from his staff. They start whispering these sweet nothings in his ear that they're getting from Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer that that are undermining what we are trying to accomplish. This is we cannot spend one point six trillion dollars on on uh, undisclosed amounts to to keep the federal government going to weaponize it against American citizens to keep transgender surgeries being paid for to keep abortions being paid for to keep this huge uh, new green deal being paid for that's enriching the very contributors that that are putting Democrats back in office and, and we're making it very clear. A small group of us making it very clear we're not going to accept this status quo of moving forward with some. It's another continuing resolution. Call it what you want to. We're not going to accept it. We have to secure our border. It is an imminent national security threat. There's going to be something major, that catastrophe that happens, and we're going to lose American citizens over it. Is there any doubt in your mind as you sit here today getting ready for the press conference tomorrow, really a throwdown to the Speaker of the House, that the folks in the great state of Montana have your back on this? I know they do. I spent most of the time through the Christmas holiday actually spending it with my sons and my grandchildren in Great Falls. But I did do several events, Steve. And I can tell you, just as soon as or as recent as Sunday afternoon, I was in Miles City. There were several hundred patriots there, the Patriot Roundtable, and they cheered when I said we need to shut down the border or shut down the government. It's crazy. I went out on the, 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 the Main Street media a couple of times. I hope nobody will hold it against me. Uh, earlier today, talking about the impeachment resolution for Lloyd Austin, and they started talking about this being the least productive Congress ever. And I said, the people of Montana are thanking us for that, because every time something gets passed up here, it either takes away their liberties or takes away money from their bank account. And, and so they are more than glad to see fewer bills passed. We've got, and we know you got a bounce. We got cash following up here about General Austin. Give us uh, a minute on your impeachment of Austin. You're saying he's got to go. If Biden's not going to fire him. He's got to go. be removed. He's got to be removed. This starts way back of the pattern of uh, misinformation and lies that he has shared with the American people. Uh, going back to the Chinese spy balloon, that flew over the Aleutians. It flew over Canada. It flew over Montana and collected uh, very sensitive information about the 140 ICBMs that we have located up there. And Lloyd Austin lied about the balloon, first of all, that it even existed. Then about the ability for it to collect information 
information and data and images, and then for the fact that it was actually able to transmit that information back to China. We know that it did so. We have cellular information about it. And then when you compound that with the withdrawal from Afghanistan, where 13 of our troops were, were killed, that was negligence. And now to be admitted into a hospital, ICU, not even disclose it to the president about what was going on, how long he was going to be in there, has put national security at risk, and the man needs to be impeached. Where do people go on social media and where do they go to find out about you, your website, campaign, all of it? Uh, at Rep. Rosendale. At Rep. Rosendale. I keep it real simple. I'm sitting in the office. So I can't have any discussions about unofficial business right now. But from there, you can you can find where we are. What time is the press conference tomorrow and where? 2.15. I'm, I'm looking right now. It's at 2.15. It's going to be on the uh, Senate side. And we have, again, that's going to be a uh, bicameral sure. press conference. Wow, 2.15. Okay, we'll cover it. Thank you, Congressman Rosendale. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. 2.15 tomorrow. The formal throwdown, you're going to have the warriors up there saying, you know, over their dead body, no uh, no shutdown of the border, then we shut down the government. Um, Cash Patel, General Austin, you were over as chief of staff of the, uh, of the Pentagon, of the Department of Defense. Your thoughts, sir? <clears throat> Steve, it's great to be with you. Look, this is very simple. This is about the National Command Authority of the United States of America, delegated by the Constitution of the United States Congress. And what that means is the law requires an unbroken chain of command from the President of the United States to his Secretary of Defense, because the no-fail mission of the United States is the single most important mission on God's green earth. And when the Secretary of Defense is absent from his duties, which is permissible, he must notify the White House and the commander in chief and the chain of command authority at the Department of Defense so they can execute and implement the gaps necessary to strategically defend this nation. Why, you ask, is this so important? What if President Biden picked up the phone and says, hey, we got an American hostage in Africa? What if he picks up the phone and said, hey, we got a two front war in Ukraine and Israel? How about a terrorist situation in Southeast Asia? No one is saying the Secretary of Defense can't treat to his illness or get better. What we are saying is he lied to the American people, withheld his illness, did not inform the chain of command, and most importantly, jeopardized the safety of the men and women who wear our uniform to protect this nation and the world because he thought in his egotistical mind that he could hide his illness from the world and not have anyone cover it. Then he lied about it. And after that, he failed to inform his number two, the deputy secretary of defense, who was on vacation, that he was even out of the office, ill and unable to complete the command authority mission of the Constitution of the United States. For those reasons and those reasons alone, he must resign. I put out a powerful op-ed on the Gateway Pundit on this very issue. This is one of the most grotesque failures of national security by any secretary of defense in the United States history. And all you have to do is ask yourself this, Steve. The United States military isn't ready 97% of the time for 97% of the time. We do reps and sets for 100% of the time for every day, 24-7, 365. What if one of President Trump's secretaries of defense took four days off and didn't tell him and then blamed the chief of staff for not passing the note at a study hall? That is total garbage. It's unbelievable. Uh, Cash, can you uh, can you just hang on? We're going to take, we're going to take a quick break and then bring Cash uh, back. I got a question about the 23rd of December, what happened 
when he went in for prostate surgery. Uh, stop taking the synthetic multivitamins and shift over to Sacred Human at Sacred Human Health. Grass-fed beef lever, most compact sense of a collection of nutrients. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner. And you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, go uh, to birchgold.com slash ban and get the end of the dollar empire for installments so far, including the debt trap that will get you totally up to speed on the nomenclature, everything you need to know about this massive fight we're going to have on the budget tomorrow, 215 on the Senate side, Matt Rosendale's leading a contingent of the hard eight that uh, were able to remove McCarthy uh, to a press conference. Say, you don't shut down the border. You don't shut down the border, we're going to shut down the government. No more funny, not another penny. And this is the beginning of the throwdown. We'll have everybody prepped up tomorrow morning. Start making your calls to the House to understand, to make sure people have their back. Birch Gold, in the third installment, the third installment is the debt trap. That's the one you've got to read uh, for this fight ahead. But the other four are fantastic, and they're all free. Go to birchgold.com and understand why the BRICS nation central banks are buying gold at record rates, and our Federal Reserve is working on a central bank digital currency. Hmm, let me think about that. Go check it out today. Uh, Cash, we got to get you the beef liver. It improves your immunity, your brain power, uh, and your heart. You don't need your heart. You had the heart of a lion. You are um, you, you are smartest guy I know, one of the smartest guys I know. But the immunity, you've been sick for a while, dude. This flu's got you down, um, and uh, and we need you back in D.C. for this fight. Just real quickly, what is your recommendation on Austin? You've made a very compelling case. Everybody, Grace, Mo, we got to push out this incredible analytical piece that he did on the Gateway Pundit with the Jim Hoff and the team over there. It's fantastic. But what action are you calling for now? 
Simple, his immediate resignation. And it has nothing to do with politics. This man sits atop of our national defense apparatus, and he failed Americans by lying to the commander in chief, destroying the chain of command and violating the law. And he did it intentionally so because he thought his ego could cut that check and he could have the mainstream media cover up for him. Steve, this is how bad it was. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the chief of staff of the Department of Defense, and a slew of other defense officials knew for a week before the White House that Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, was sidelined and in bed and hospitalized. And the President of the United States and the National Security Advisor had no idea. The nuclear deterrent, the largest arsenal and largest retrograde force we have in the world, rests with the President of the United States and the Secretary of Defense. And the President of the United States, had he picked up the call to order any strike or counteroffensive, would have found his Secretary of Defense absent because he intentionally decided to lie to him and take a break to tend to his illness, which is fine, except he violated the law and he jeopardized our national security. This is a 40 year military man. No, no, you can't pass it off as a hallway yeah. pass note. He forgot no, to sell. Yeah. No, 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 he can't apologize. Not a bad apology. The second part, which is the around the New Year's and what we're talking about right here, they leaked information today because they're leaking on him now. Is that on the 23rd when he went in? And it's not elective surgery. It's prostate surgery for potential cancer. When they went on the 23rd, he had a general. He had anesthesiology. He was under, totally under. And there's only two guys in the National Command Authority. This is That in and of itself is determined to fire. What happened on the 23rd before he got back and then went back in the hospital and didn't tell anybody. Cash, where they go to get the piece, where they go... Go ahead. Gateway Pundit. It was the op-ed on Gateway Pundit. And his number two, the Deputy Secretary of Defense, didn't know he was in the hospital. So there was no delegable authorities to the number two at the Department of Defense. Okay. First off, in times of two wars and they have a carry battle group under assault by the Houthis in the Red Sea outside the, you know, the mouth of the, of the Suez Canal, and you've got uh, kids, young men and women taking incoming in Iraq from Persian militia, what is she doing in Puerto Rico with a drink with an with a umbrella in it? What are you going on vacation for? We're at war. You do the vacation when you leave. You're in Puerto Rico on vacation? Are you kidding me? You people are not serious. We have troops in harm's way, sailors and battle groups in harm's way. There's two shooting wars going on. And as Eric Prince said, we're going to have another one in Taiwan. We're going to cover the Taiwan election here in the next hour. This is outrageous. And she don't even know. She's in Puerto Rico, you know, dancing and, and, and drinking and carrying on, having a nice holiday. Having my ties. It's, it's outrageous, the whole thing. Uh, Cash, thank you so much. Brilliant peace. Thanks. Hope you get better, brother. Take the be- t- get, get Cash, Mo. Get Cash the beef livers. Only charge him uh, half price because he's Cash. He's a friend of the show. Cash Patel. Unbelievable. Six o'clock. Garrett Ziegler. He's got the inside scoop. We got a cold open. CNN's going, well, there's really no evidence. That would be incorrect on Fonnie Willis. As only Greg Ziegler and Marco Polo can bring it to you. Just ask Hunter Biden's team what they think about Greg Ziegler. He's got it. You saw the tee up today with Mike Davis. Now you're going to get the heat with Ziegler. We got Loomer out in Iowa. She's going to give a field report of her multiple arrests and others as she goes around to these caucuses. And trying to ask Nikki and, uh, and, and DeSantis some questions. Uh, also have from CES, from Consumer Electronics, from Las Vegas, Joe Allen about transhumanism, all the gadgets, everything is coming out there. Then we're going to go to Taiwan, and we're actually going to talk to some uh, voters. Mike Lindell, uh, brother, you've been up to it uh, in Iowa. It's four feet of snow and about 30 degrees below zero. But tell me in Minnesota, how do we help? The Boer Posse loves the deals. How do they help my pillow? 
Well, here's where here's where we're going to help you, War Room Posse. We're going to bring back the uh, the Christmas special, the flannel sheets. You can get tucked into your nice right. warm flannel sheets. Uh, we've got uh, we're going to put they're back on sale. There they are, as low as twenty nine ninety eight. All the flannel sheets, the War Room Posse loves them. There's a place they're going to get 20 inches of snow. Free shipping on your entire order. Sit back, lay in your sheets, ride the storm out. Promo code War Room. There's the 1-800 number, 800-873-1062. And then while you're there, your whole order ships for free. Go down our website while you're while you're in the in the house there, snowed in and stuff, and check out the website promo code War Room. There's the My Pillow 2.0, the lowest price in history. Get the best sleep of your life. Twenty nine ninety eight for Queen Kings, five dollars more. When you're laying in that bed, you're gonna know. Wow, I better get the best technology ever. Get a My Pillow mattress topper. My Pillow mattresses. We we they're hundred percent made in the USA. Everybody and. All of them are designed to help you sleep. Your body needs great sleep too, just like your brain. When you're getting that great REM sleep and stuff with your pillow, you need the Delta sleep cycles. You get, and I'll tell you, your bed does not have the technology of a my pillow bed. Best technology ever. Oh, get yourself those sheets so everybody, your whole order ships for free, those big ticket items, Steve. And we've got the towels right now too on sale, everybody. $29.98. All the colors, they just came in. We have all the colors. The six-pack towel sets, six-piece towel sets, $29.98. Normally, $6.59.98. Wow. Actually, they actually work. They actually dry. And then all our new uh, kitchen towel sets are in, too. Get the kitchen towels. I just used one of them the other day. They actually dry the dishes. What a concept. <laughs> uh MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. The number is 800-873-1062. Mike Lindell, thank you, brother. See you tomorrow. Next up, Lindell TV. We're going to be over there. Garrett, we've got a whole pack show going to Taiwan. And then Lou Dobbs follows us. Short break. Back in a moment for the second hour of the afternoon edition of the War Room. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact... Some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. 100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. 
it is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.